第四节，到第四节。James they must count in all joy when you fall in various trials. We know that trials itself is very difficult. How can, how can a person be joyful in times of trials? So this is very contradicting. Throughout the Bible, you can see many of these comparisons of contradictions. And sometimes it's very difficult to understand these contradictions. Ah, the paradox. Paradox. When you're in, in trials and difficulties, you will cry. How can you experience joy? But it is possible spiritually. It's not only possible, but we must pursue it. We know that the first generation disciples are livelihood are different than ours. And today we may worry about the pressures from work. Maybe from health. Perhaps some crisis in the family. Very few percentage of Christians they say I am persecuted because I believe in Christ. Perhaps if you fall under some kind of authoritarian country. Uh, but most of us are very peaceful. And all of our thoughts are our personal problems. But the first generation disciples, they encounter problems by the environment. When you have seen examples of this when you read the book of Hebrews. That to be an apostle and to maintain the faith is a very dangerous thing. You may lose all. You may even lose your life. Then how did Elder James encourage the brethren at that time? You must look through the main purpose of a trial. If you do not find this purpose, you may feel like, oh, you are, you are very unfortunate. How come I encounter such a thing? It's, rather, it's better not to believe than to believe. But if you look, look through the meaning of the trial, not only will you not grumble against God, instead you will be thankful toward God. When you thank God, you will be joyful. You thank God that you are worthy to be counted to go through a various trials. God will not casually punish anyone. Only if you are able to endure certain trial, God will give it to you. Just like those an architect, those very blacksmith. And sometimes a blacksmith. They may take a metal. If you look at the surface, it seems it's very useless. And they have a keen eye, they know what this material is used for. They say, this piece is a waste of time. Once I start working, it will break. And he will toss this piece into the, a wasteful basket. And they say, oh, this piece is a good material. Then it will be, well, go through a process of burning. And it will, it will burn to a degree, it will turn red. And uh, it will become softer. And after that process, it will use uh, force to hammer it. Then it will cool it. And then to burn it again. Then to hammer it again. Later on, eventually become a useful vessel for the craftsman. 
perhaps it is a, a, a unique sword. And if they don't want to start the work, it will be tossed away. So you can see that Elder James knows the purpose of a trial. And if God wants to give you a trial, and first, God knows that there is hope. And, and knows that you are able to be molded. And secondly, God knows that you can handle it. And thirdly, God knows that after trial, you'll be completely different. So now we're talking about in times of trial, how can we be joyful? We must realize the three main purpose of a trial. Oh, so the one of uh, first purpose of a trial is to glorify God. As a Christian, you must remember these four words. We do not pursue wealth, fame, or advanced age. As a Christian, we must pursue these four words. They meant to glorify God. And that will benefit to all men. So this afternoon we'll talk about these three points. That during trial, we will be able to glorify God. And secondly, when we go through trials, we will be edified. And thirdly, when we go through trial, we can comfort others. And this is beneficial to God, to men, and to ourselves. So let's talk about first point. That when we are under suffering, we will receive a crown, right? Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9. Verse 9, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels, but for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. Here says, Jesus Christ was made little lower than the earth, than the angels, who was on earth. What does that mean? Jesus is with flesh. He has the, flesh, the weakness of the flesh. He'll get tired, he'll be hungry. Additionally, he, he is bound by time and space. And he was limited that he cannot fly like the angels. The angels will not, will not be hungry, but Jesus will. And Jesus took the form of a man. On the, on the surface, it seems like he is not even worthy of an angel. How can Jesus Christ, even though being lowly and pitiful, become receive glory and honor? To become lowly is very easy. Then how do you get back up there? Here it says this, he received the suffering of death. That for us he tasted death. We know that food has different kind of taste, spicy, salty, sweet, and sour. Well, only after you have tasted, you will know what flavor it is. No one can describe it to you. And death is also the same thing. All of us who are listening to sermons right now, we have not tasted death. Our heart is still beating, we are still alive. So we do not know what the taste of death is. But naturally, one day we will die. And maybe some of us will die of illness. And this is not easy to go through, but it's not comparison to the, to the suffering of the cross. Crucifixion is one, in the history of mankind is one of the cruelest executions. That you, you nail a perfectly fine person onto a wooden. So, and his body's weight is unable to support himself. And your hands and feet are pierced by nails. And it's very difficult to breathe. 
and some examples of people hanging on the cross for a week or several weeks. So you can see the terribleness of the taste of death. Jesus Christ didn't need to taste death for us. But he chose to taste death for us. And for the reason it's for our sake of our sins. He wants to save our souls. So therefore Jesus once said, John chapter 12, verse 23, 24. Gospel John chapter 12, verse 23, 24, 23. But Jesus answered and said to them, The hour had come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Jesus, on verse 23, Jesus Christ said, The hour had come for the Son of Man. And today, if you uh, read this verse, you say, Oh, this person is going to become a president. And you will receive glory when you become the leader of Canada. Or for example, you want to do something, uh, something great, you may receive glory. So you see a paradox of Jesus Christ saying this phrase. He said, the Son of Man should be glorified. How, how, is, how is it going to be glorified? And just like a grain of rice falling to the ground and dies. So you can see a symbolic representation of a grain falling out of wheat, it is humbling itself. And this rice, the, uh, this grain shall be uh, falling to the ground, it should be broken. And it will die. And it will produce much grain. And this will bring glory to God. One person's suffering brings the salvation to mankind. One person's humiliation brings the glory of God. One person's execution brings the peace for all mankind. And this is to receive glory. Spiritual glory, you cannot attain it yourself. It's not an election where you, you get uh, different votes to get certain kind of glory. It is not, it's not based on elders, deacons, or positions at any place. So the glory, the true glory itself, you must sacrifice yourself. To sacrifice oneself, it must go through a trial. When the apostles first began apostleship, they were very happy. Jesus chose us to be his disciples. It's very honor to follow after Jesus, Jesus Christ. He, he walks before us, we follow. Now, when Jesus Christ broke bread, we follow him. We also very, feel very glorified. Jesus Christ resurrected the dead. Everyone claps their hands. As the disciples, we also receive some kind of glory. But this is not truly God's glory. So true glory is when you are being tested. You become an apostle or a disciple, and you are persecuted. And someone is coming to kill you. And you flee to a different place, and at that place you preach the gospel. And they carry on the will and descendants of Jesus Christ. They follow the Jesus Christ footsteps. So every, all the, from the 12 disciples, most of them are, except for John, they were all killed. And John lived a long age, and he wrote the book of Revelation on the island. And all their disciples were evangelists, they were all killed. And because they are just like Jesus Christ, a grain of a grain fall, a single grain fall into the ground. And they glorify God. And brothers and brethren, we may not be as great as them to the point that we may die for Jesus Christ. But during in your faith, you may be tested. 
这个时候你就要想想 ，At that time you must reflect. 说要我经过这个苦难 ，That Jesus Christ wants me to go through this trial. 到底是为了什么目的 ？And what purpose is behind these trials? 如果是为了让我能够荣耀他 ，If it's the purpose for me to glorify God, 那求主耶稣继续的帮助我们。Then I ask God to continue to help me. 能经过这个考验，不要放弃。That That、uh, to help me maintain me throughout this trial. Let's look at Galatians chapter four, verse sixteen. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse sixteen. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse sixteen. Sixteen. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Seventeen. For our light affliction, which but for a moment is working for us as far exceeding an eternal weight of glory. Eighteen. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at things which is not seen, for the things which we are seen are temporary, and the things we are not seen are eternal. Here, Paul, he has this experience. So Paul has his own personal experience. But we, our body, ah. 越越来越毁坏。So our our man is perishing. 我们今天如果身体毁坏，可能是老了或者生病了。And today's term means that we may get older, we may have certain kind of illness. 但是保罗还有他们当时的使徒们啊，其实不是那么老，也没有生什么绝症。So Paul and his apostles at that time, they were not experiencing old age or some kind of illness. 但是他们身体越来越差了。But their body is perishing. 为什么 ？How come? 因为传福音太辛苦了。Because it's very hard to preach the gospel. 吃又没得好吃。And they would don't have a good meal to eat. 睡也没得好睡。They wouldn't have a good place to sleep. 常常要逃命被打被逼迫下监牢。Oftentimes they have to flee from one one city to another place, a、uh, city, and they be put into prison and be beaten. 那保罗被打很多次。And Paul was beaten many times. 身体可能很多旧伤。And throughout his body, you may have seen the old bruise. 营养要不够。And he is maybe maybe malnutrition. 又没有一个家庭可以照顾他，常常都自己一个人。And there is not a family who can take care of him. He is always by himself. 所以真的是一个很大的考验。You can see it's such a great trial that he's going through. If he were to look at a mirror every single day, he may not recognize himself. But he didn't fall down. 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 But he Even though I am suffering right now, but I must glorify God. 弟兄姐妹，我们要立志，就算在受苦当中，我们也要荣耀神。Brother, we must make a determination. Even though we are suffering, we must glorify God. 有一个弟兄，他被告知他得了不治之症，绝症 ，terminal sin, terminal illness. This brother who was diagnosed with terminal illness. 啊，他一开始也是很伤心。Initially, he was very sad. 但是后来想过来。But later on, he came to realization. 他说哇，虽然主让我生这个病。That since Christ,、uh, Lord wants me to have this kind of illness. 但是我立志，我的生病我要荣耀神。That even though I am ill, I will glorify God. 我们以为啊，生病好了才能够荣耀神。We think that oh, only when we are healed, we will glorify God. 这是个错误的观念。This is a misconception. 圣经说，生也荣耀神，死也荣耀神。Bible says, when you are alive, glorify God. When you are dead, also glorify God. 如果主耶稣让我好，当然荣耀神。That Jesus Christ want me to. Uh, be, become better, I will glorify God. 但是如果主耶稣让我就是这样子走了，我也要荣耀神。But if Jesus Christ let me、uh, pass on with this illness, I also glorify God. 他决定他用积极的心态去面对。But he wants to face this with his own mentality. 弟兄姐妹来看他。And brethren went to visit him. 都没有安慰他。And they didn't encourage him. 反而他安慰弟兄姐妹。Instead, he was encouraging the brethren who visited him. 要有信心，我们不要不要放弃他。To have faith, do not give up on God. Wow, 好像他可能勉励那些去看他的人。And he encouraged those who went to visit him. 还有呢，他在身边呢，那些同床同同房的病人啊，护士啊，他都跟他们讲话，传福音。And he was preaching to the to、uh, co-patients and nurses passing by. 他这样好像一个很喜乐的人。So he was a very joyful person. 看不出来是一个绝症的人。You you cannot tell that he was a terminal ill patient. 在医院里面也传福音，成功带领人来信主。And he was very successful at his preaching the hospital that he brought one person to believe. So, this is glory to God. Although he ultimately left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world, but even though later on he left the world So today, have we put ourselves in the glory of God? Suffering is to, for the sake of bringing glory to God. 当然了，这个要有一个条件，你受苦不是因为你的犯罪
But there must be a condition that when you are suffering is not because of your sin. That if you are suffering because you have sinned, then you will not bring glory to God. Now let's talk about the second point. Uh, when we go to suffering, it will make us complete. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10. Verse 10, for it's fitting for him for whom on all things and whom on all things in bringing many sons to glory to make captains of the salvation perfect throughout suffering. Here it says that Jesus Christ became complete when he goes through suffering. Then some people say, oh, then are you saying Jesus Christ is not perfect? Are you saying that uh, before Jesus Christ was crucified, he was not perfect? Naturally, Jesus Christ is all perfect. Jesus Christ is God becoming flesh into this world. Of course, he is perfect. But here it says, only through suffering he may achieve perfection. It's not to say that, oh, if he does not go through suffering, he is not perfect. It's not because he sinned and he is not perfect. It's only when you go through suffering when you can un- completely fully understand the, the pains of man. Then, then only when Jesus Christ understands us completely, then he can help us. That's in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. Chapter 4, verse 15, 16, 15. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize for our weaknesses, but was in all point tempted as we are, yet without sin. 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So this verse we are reading this week. We are, this, these verses are very precious. Which uh, word is the most precious? Personally, I think that the word sympathize is the most important. What does it mean to sympathize? I have gone through what you've gone through, so I understand. And this is mean to sympathize. If you never have tooth a toothache before, that when someone is crying because they had a toothache, you will make fun of them. It's only a small teeth. Why are you crying? But you do not know that when you have toothache, it connects to a cell, a part of your brain, so you'll be in great pain. So your teeth is one is great in condition. You may not have experienced toothache before. And men, because men uh, suffering because they, we grow old, we sin. Men have shed many tears. And, and God in heaven, he may say that, oh, you guys are very pitiful, but he has not experienced what we've gone through. Sometimes you see that the children in Africa, they don't have clothes to wear or foods to eat, and there was yellow fever going on. And you may eat your burger or fried rice, and you will not have any sympathy. And sometimes you may bite into something, and you throw it away because it tastes bad. But you have experienced what does it mean to be hungry for three days and three nights. So Jesus, uh, God in heaven, he may say, oh, you guys are very uh, pitiful. So who led you to sin? Uh, you are very disobedient. So God at that time could not completely understand because he did not have a flesh. Until he became flesh into this world. They realize it is very difficult to become to be a man. It's very difficult to be a poor man. It's very uh it's very hard feeling when you get rejected. Jesus Christ even shed tears when he saw that other people's children were 
I died. And finally, he was nailed onto the cross. And before he was on the cross, he had a sense of fear. And he was also betrayed by the one he loved the most. He has gone through everything that man should gone through so he can empathize with us. If he did not go through this kind of suffering, he in this aspect he would be imperfect. And there was a pastor one time he was going through an operation. After a post surgery is uh, is very hard on the body. Then the preacher's wife at that time was next was taking care of him. Then the preacher at that time he was wailing saying is he's going through some kind of pain. Then the preacher's wife said, didn't you go often to visit people and encourage people before? Now use those same words you encourage other people to encourage yourself, then you will feel better. Then the pastor said, Oh, it's not the same. And he said, previously, I had faith and I had joy. It is very easy to comfort others. And the words of entrustment is very easy. But now that I am suffering myself, it is very different. And soon after he recovered, then when he went to visit other patients, then the attitude is completely different. Because he has gone through suffering, he is able to sympathize with others. So when you are sympathizing with other people, this feeling is very sensitive. If other people feel that you can understand him, you will have a connection. But when you have established a connection, they will listen to what you have to say because you have gone through what they are suffering. So the suffering itself of Jesus Christ is so that he can connect with us. As soon as Isaiah chapter 63, verse 9. Isaiah chapter 63, verse 9. Verse 9, in order to affliction, he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity, he redeemed them. He says, in order to affliction, he was afflicted with us. What does that mean? Why does what does why did God need to suffer? Because He wants to be connected with us. Only when we are connected, He is able to save us and give us salvation. So Jesus Christ needs to come and be crucified on the cross. He needs to become a poor person. He needs to be suffer the pain of dying on the cross. If without this process, he is imperfect, then salvation will not be complete. So today, we should not fear. Jesus Christ also went through many sufferings. He, he will completely understand your feelings. That when you think you cannot go on any longer, when you are tired, when you have doubts, even when you are about to grumble against God, God, Jesus Christ completely understands you. Because Jesus Christ has connected with you. That trial itself will bring us closer to God, connection. So we have talked about Jesus Christ taking the initiative to make a connection with us. So today, why do we suffer? That if your life is very smoothly, you will not have many experiences in faith. But if we were to choose, we will choose our life to be peaceful and without sufferings. Just like when you look at your children. You do not wish your children to suffer anything. But what if your children never suffer anything from youth? And that your child will never grow up. He will become very selfish. He will not be thankful. So, so um, suffering it is pivotal for a person's growth. 
So if we have not gone through these sufferings, we will not be perfect. There are many areas of our imperfections. But when we are going through suffering and we think about Jesus Christ, and we connect ourselves with Jesus Christ, so you can see how miraculous it is that when we go through trials, is to directly connect ourselves with God. And there was a brother, he was doing some work at home. And, and one time accidentally he hit a tool on his hand. And his, he, bled many, he bled a lot. And immediately he went to the hospital. And he, had, he received many stitches. And later on it was infected and it took a long time to heal. And there was one time uh, me and my wife went to visit him in the hospital. And his, when his wife saw him, his brother started to cry. And his wife said to him, why are you crying? Is it painful? It is very much painful. He said, I cry not because of my own pain. Then his wife asked him, why are you crying then? And he said, oh, I, I am thinking about Jesus Christ. I only cut one part of my body. But Jesus Christ, he was beaten throughout his entire body. And also, I also took some morphine. And um, when it is painful, I take a painkiller and reduce the pain. But Jesus Christ did not have any painkillers. Jesus Christ suffered more than I did. And for my sins, Jesus Christ uh, suffered these kind of physical pains. Every single time when I am in physical pain, I think of Jesus Christ, I will shed tears. And this itself is a trial. And this trial is directly connected with Jesus Christ. That if you are you are going through some trials and it connects your uh, with God, then it is with some purpose. Let's look at Job chapter twenty-three, verse ten. Job chapter twenty-three, verse ten. But he but he knows the way that I take when he has taste tested me, I have come forth as gold. This is what Job said when he's going through trial. He doesn't have any idea about why he's going to suffer, why he's going through suffering either through spiritually or anything. And one day he he lost everything. He lost all his children. And and throughout his body he started to have pores. Therefore, he starts to reflect. He doesn't know what wrong he has committed. Sometimes you may think back, think for a long time, why are you going through suffering and you can't think of a reason? Only if you read the scripture, you will know that there are things that are happening in the spiritual realm. So you can see that the, the, the Satan, the, he accuses Job. And God said to Satan, I allow you to tempt Job, but you, will not, you shall not take away his life. God has autonomy, authority to do anything. It's not because Job has committed any sins. Man cannot use his own logic to describe the spiritual realm. So Job did not understand. But he knows that he is going through a trial. When he spoke this, it's very critical. He knows that when he had testimony, I shall come forth as gold. We know the process of refining gold. So you know that pure gold is without impurities that's mixed with other kind of stones. 
I must use high uh, temperature to uh, to heat it up. And after it's burned, you must uh, hammer it. You must mold it to, to be very thin. And you will mold it to the shape that you desire. The gold has a very unique property. First, it, will, it, is a, it can get rid of all the impurities. And also, the more pure the gold, the gold it is, the more soft it is. So you can see that uh, 99.99% gold, is, if it's very soft, you can even bite it with using your teeth. And because when gold is uh, hammered to a very uh, thin layer, it's malleable to become any kind of shape. Just like what we said in the beginning. And this is to our second point. Uh, Jesus Christ, uh, when we go through trials, it is for our own sake. And first, we talked about when we go through suffering, we bring glory to God. Secondly, we talked about when we go through suffering, we edify ourselves. Psalms chapter 119, verse 67. Psalms chapter 119, verse 67. 67, before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. Uh, before trials, I went astray. Last time we talked about man's heart is very hard. When your heart is hard, you will not listen to other people. Then when you decide to do something, you will go forth with it no matter what. And people trying to encourage you may think you and you find them annoying. Because you already have made a decision that you're going to do it. Just like the parable of the lost sons. He left the home. And he wasted all the inheritance given by his father. At that time, he didn't think about going home. When did he think about going home? When he has wasted all his money. And uh, at that land, if uh, experienced famine, and he was feeding, um, all, helping other people feeding the swine. And he wants to eat the food that was given to the swine, yet it was not given to him. And you can see that in comparison to the pig, he is not even worth a pig. And naturally, he will uh, starve to death. How come? You made your own choice. But at that time, he wants to return home. He wasted all his money and he is hungry and he wants to return home. Then he realized that, oh, I have committed great error. I have sinned against God. I have sinned against you. So is suffering good? And the poet has said it is good that one goes through suffering. And previously have gone astray. To go astray, it is no longer walking a pathway to God. Going astray it is walking a pathway of your own choice. God is very uh, very um accepting. If you want to choose a pathway to go, you may. God will not block the, your path. But God has still have hope in you and has not given up on you. And God will make you go through sufferings. If God did not allow you to go through sufferings, and perhaps God does not want you to come. So How come you you say to yourself, Oh, I'm so um unfortunate that just because I missed one Sabbath day, I got to call it actually my stomach. And the other person uh, for three years have not come. He has to church. He's he's living very well and he earned a lot of money. How come I miss? I'm very unfortunate. Just for a very small error that God comes and discipline me. It's not because you are unfortunate. It's because God loves you. God does not want you to go astray. And in verse 70 it says, because their hearts are as fat as grease. 
说谎啦、啊，然后心蒙之友。And these are examples of the person who are proud. They are lied and their heart is fat grease. 这个心被油包住啊，根本就感觉不到啊，神的话，神的爱，神的警告啊。So when the heart is fat as grease, they are unable to experience the word of God or warnings from God. 神说没有用了，讲没有用了，一棍子打下来。And God said, "Oh, it's very useless with words. Therefore, I will use physical punishment." 最有效的管教就是棍子。The most effective discipline it is striking with a rod. 教小孩子都是这样啊。You can discipline your children in that way. 十二岁以前讲不听，不用多讲了，棍子一教就就懂了。That before the age of twelve, if they do not listen to you, you discipline them with a rod. Only when they go through suffering, they will listen. Those people who are immature only go through suffering, then they will listen. And those people who are with wisdom, if you tell them certain things, they will listen immediately. What kind of people would you want to be? Do you want to be the person that, if you say a few words, you will listen, or you must be punished to listen? So when God is disciplining us, when we go through trials, so we must thank God that we must count in our joy. Let's turn back to Hebrews chapter 2. Chapter twelve, verse seven. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with his sons, and with son is there whom a father does not chasten. Verse eight. But if you are without chastening, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. Here, talking about two sons. One is a wolf, not a lion. Ah, two sons, illegitimate son. Here it says about illegitimate son. This is this is outside, not his own business. It is the son you have outside. It's not the son who inherit everything from you. And that type of son will not be chased by the father. But if it's his own true son, then he will chase them. Because in the future, he will receive your inheritance. So he must correct, discipline, and rebuke. So God is also treating us in God is also treating us in this way. Then today, if you're going through various trials because of our weaknesses, we should have great joy and give thanks always. That's our third point. When we go through suffering, it's for the sake that we can edify others and help others. We can see in Hebrews 2, verse 18. Let's read Hebrews chapter two, verse eighteen. Hebrews chapter two, verse eighteen. Eighteen. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. So, why Jesus Christ are able to help us? Because he himself has suffered and being tempted. Jesus Christ suffered, therefore he can truly understand with what we're going through. Let's turn to Second Corinthians chapter one. Corinthians chapter one, verse eight. Second Corinthians chapter one, verse three. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Ah, here it says, God is the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. The Father is the mercies and God of all comforts. 当然，爸爸要严厉，要管教是没有错。So naturally, it's very correct for a father to strict to show sternness and discipline. 主内做爸爸的也不能开口闭口就是骂人了，也不对。So as a father in the Lord, you cannot always rebuke. 做一个爸爸，我们要向天父学习。So as a father, you must learn from the Father above. 你同时间要管教，但是同时间也要怎么怎么安慰你的儿女。At the same time, when you are disciplining, you must also comfort them. 今天很多亚洲的爸爸啊，就是只会骂的，只会管，但是呢，对孩子没有 show affection， 没有让孩子感知到你的爱。As an Asian father, you may always result to stern rebukes and not enough affections. 所以有一些孩子长大了跟爸爸关系很疏远。So therefore, many people when they grow up, they have a distant relationship with their own father. 其实啊，圣经来说，天父是慈悲的，我们应该做爸爸的要学习天父的那种心。Here the Bible says, "The Father of mercies, we must learn from Him." Ah, children should be able to learn from their father. So, 
Children should receive comfort from their father. Then how should we comfort? Verse 4, who comforts us in all tribulation that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. And Paul, and he, when he was suffering with other uh, co-workers, he encouraged the church of Corinth. How come Jesus Christ was able to comfort them? Because Jesus Christ has gone through suffering. And Paul, he gone through suffering as well. That he has received comfort from God. And therefore he encouraged all, and he in turn, he encouraged all those who are going through tribulations. Can you imagine if Paul has never gone through any uh, tribulation, will he able to comfort other people? It's, it's impossible. He may preach on Napoleon, but he will not be able to comfort anyone. And they have gone through suffering. They were able to receive comfort in the Lord. And in turn, they are able to encourage all those who are going suffering what they have gone through. So we see that church itself is a body of people who are able to comfort each other. Here has a comfort of God. And also the comfort of men. And so verse 5. For as the suffering of Christ abound in us. You may have experienced this verse throughout your life. That the more suffering you have, it may seem that from others' perspective, you're uh, very sad. But in, in Paul's eye, when we receive many trials, we will be uh, able to comfort others. That even though Paul was going in prison, God was still abiding with him. In times of loneliness, no one able to encourage him, but God himself encouraged Paul. And Jesus Christ is with me, strengthening me. And this comfort is very great. And those who have not gone through we are unable to experience it. And if, when you suffer more for Christ, you will be comforted more. Verse 6. Now, if you are afflicted, it's for your consolation and salvation, which... So, in recent times, many of our family members are... Many of our family are going through some kind of trials. And some have become sick. And some have family issues. Some have lost their job. And some are suffering from mental strains. We all need some kind of comfort. And now we must comfort each other. And today, if you are going through some type of suffering, and if you have some kind of illness, you must think about why am I having this, going through this kind of illness? And you say, that, oh, how come I'm going through this kind of suffering? And right now, you may not understand the meaning, the spiritual meanings behind it. But one day, you will understand. Once you have gone through this trial and you have come out of it, and when you finally share this experience with others, that from you, others may be greatly edified. They, they will say, I did not know that you were going through such a thing. And you were smiling, smiling, said to them, I also experienced it. But at that time, I did not tell anyone. And today, God wants me to tell you what I experienced. I have come out of it. You can also come out of it with the reliance of the Lord. And this is a great Comfort. And so this is how we, uh, suffering may bring edification for others. There was a, once a sister who experienced the same thing. She, had received, a great, uh, she received depression. 
哇，别人跟他讲要有信心，要喜乐，要怎么样怎么样。Other people have told her to have faith, to have to have joy, and etc. etc. He thought you these healthy people couldn't experience my pain. And the sister said, "Those all of you who are healthy are unable to experience what I'm going through." I know that I I need to be joyful, but since I'm depressed, I'm un, unable to feel joy. He thought that people said these words were empty. So he gets she feels that the words that others spoken are full of emptiness. 有一天，有另外一个姐妹知道她生那个病了。But until one day, there was a sister who knows that she was diagnosed with depression. 她去看，那姐妹去看她。And this sister went to visit her. 她她说：“姐妹，我理解你。” And this sister said, "I understand you." 因为因为十多年前也发生过一样的事。She said, "Oh, ten plus years ago, I also gone through similar experience." 那时候我刚退休，突然间不晓得怎么样，我就得了忧郁症。And at that time, I retired, and unknowingly, I don't know why, I have received, I was diagnosed with depression. Oh, he said this. Oh, that sister heard it, her eyes opened. Hey, I see you so good. How can you have this disease? At that time, the sister who was diagnosed with depression widened her eyes, saying, "Oh, I see that you are very healthy. How can you be diagnosed with depression?" She said, "The answer is, actually, everyone has the chance to get this disease." And the older sister said, "Everyone has the chance to receive to be diagnosed with depression." Not because your faith is not good, you will get this disease. It's not because、uh, your faith is not good; therefore, you will have this kind of illness. Everyone has a chance to、uh, be diagnosed with depression. Oh, my sister asked him, "What did you get out of it?" Then this younger sister said, "Oh, how did you、uh, come out of it?" Wow, that sister shared with her. And the content of it is the same. You must rely on God and pray, but. It is it's different because it is spoken from a person who has gone through it. Because this sister's life was comforted by God. So she is able to comfort those who are going through suffering. So you can see the wonderful will of when we are suffering. It can help us to glorify God. It can adjust any misbehavior we may have. It can also help us to edify others. So, 各位在试炼当中，雅各长老告诉我们。So, Elder James tells us, 落在百般的试炼中。And when you fall into very all tribulations, 我们都要以为大喜了。We must all we have come with great joy. 因为你们知道信心经过试验。Because you know that when you have faith, when I go through test of your faith, 就生忍耐。Produces patience. 但是忍耐也要成功哦，要忍到底哦。And to be to be patient, you must persist till the end. And James chapter one verse four is very important. That patient has his perfect work. That you can say you cannot say to yourself, I will only endure halfway. I will believe halfway, and I will no longer. If you believe halfway, then it is worthless. That since you are enduring, then you must endure till the end. Jesus will not let us be weakened. Jesus Christ will not give up on us. So, we must complete our perfection. Jesus Christ wants us completely to obey Him, to believe in Him. Chant three fifty-nine.